your quarters. Stand by this tablet battery. One broadside into her, if you please, Captain Bush. Points of one target. Lin stops ready. Beloved husband, the household here at Smallbridge has undergone an important transformation. Little Richard is no longer a baby, but has been put into small clothes. Breeches, if you please. But if you could see him, I think you would agree that your little Richard carries himself like a gentleman. Except that he sits down rather suddenly now and then, usually in mud puddles. And he still loves to dig holes in the ground around the shrubbery. He exhibits both physically and morally a partiality for the soil which appears odd in the son of such a distinguished sailor. But in other ways, he reminds me more and more of you each day. If your first wife was still alive, she could not possibly love him better than I do. Let us forget the word stepson ever existed. When I have completed this letter, I shall have him affix his mark, and I dare say he will add such grubby fingerprints as will further identify his signature. I fought down the longing that her words brought, but I couldn't repress a surge of hope as I picked up the dispatches which had been delivered to my cabin with Barbara's letter. New orders from the Admiralty in London. Perhaps at last I was to return to England. This could mean my release. Their lordships desire me to advise you that the government attaches the greatest importance to maintaining the defense of Riga. They instruct me to inform you that they consider the safety of your squadron as secondary to the fate of Riga and its Russian defenders. Riga is the single most defensible point of Bonaparte's road to St. Petersburg, and it must be protected to the last man and ship. They charge you on your peril to remain in your present position and to do all in your power to prevent the enemy from continuing his march. On my peril? Hmm? I suppose that means they'll shoot me if I don't. Big part, is it? Oh, nothing, nothing. I was just, just reading between the lines. Look, who the devil are you? Jenkins, sir. Oh, where's Brown? In sick quarters, sir. Well, nothing serious, I hope. No, sir. Touch of egg. Uh, oh. you, you were saying, sir? Oh, nothing, nothing. Just give me my hat, please, and my pistols. I'm going ashore again. All the way to Riga. Possibly. But the village at the river mouth is in ruins, sir. You'll be in a direct line of fire before you can reach How about that? It's the last outpost that protects the port. Besides, the Russians have dug trenches from cellar to cellar. It's safe enough. Oh, I hope so, sir. All I can say is that when I see that mess over there on the land, sir, I'm very glad to be a flavor. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I know what you mean, Jenkins. Compared with these infernal land operations, sea fighting is admirably quick and clean. We'll see what can be done to clear up that mess you refer to. And the sooner the better, Jenkins, for all hands, hmm? Ashore. I took along one of my young officers from the Nunsuch, Lieutenant Hurst. 
We reached the badly shattered village of the river's mouth and were picking our way through the ruins when suddenly... That was close. We'd better make for that trench over there. Oh, no, the bullets are merely ricocheting over here from the bombardment on the ramparts, Mr. Hurst. Uh, they're not shooting at us. We'll use this trench. Yes, yes. Now, this should take us to the cellar of the church. Well, thank heaven the old church is still standing. Drasovitz and his staff would never find another headquarters in this shambles. French guns are nearer. They must have advanced their positions. Well, Colonel von Krasowitz will give us all the details. Complete, you may be sure, with a mathematical forecast of the enemy's intentions. I keep hearing about this Prussian von Krasowitzer, and yet the Prussians are allied with Bonaparte. He's here... Von Krasowitz left his own country in order to fight Bonaparte. But do you trust him? Oh, yes, yes. A man of principle and talent, besides. Oh, but I shall never get used to land operations, I'm afraid. These correct soldiers with their correct tactics and, and the way they condescend to ships, huh? <laughs> you will hear A direct hit on the trench, sir. Just over there. Well, that's luck. We're approaching the church cellar anyhow. Yes, sir. There it is, just ahead. It is good to see you. Colonel von Kalowitz, how goes the defense? Very well, all things considered. Of course, the French are making progress. No matter what we do, this village is doomed. Oh? If you would care for a prediction of the enemy's exact position, as it will be tomorrow, sundown... Well, if you don't mind, I'm rather more interested in the enemy's exact position as it is today. Very good. If you will climb up into the tower with me, I will point out their latest gains. This stairway over here will take us up into the belfry. Excellent. Come along, Mr. Hurst. Aye. You will see that the French sappers have approached dangerously near our earthworks. All we can hope to do is to delay the inevitable. Then Riga will be next. Oh, come now. Don't sound so cheerful. After all, we, we should be able to do a little better than that, hmm? You think so? Wait until you see. The village is already more than half surrounded. Here we are in the tower. The gallery on which we stood before is gone, you will know, sir. Mm. But if you come to this window, you will observe, as you can see, the village is a mass of red. Why is there so little firing from your own battery, sir? Ah, too many of our gunners have been killed. Too many of our guns destroyed, my young friend. Since our men and equipment are so scarce, we must preserve them for the enemy's final assault. And when do you estimate that assault will come, Colonel? According to my calculations, they will be ready to storm the newest breach they have made in our defenses. Well, by the day after tomorrow. But the, the day after tomorrow? You mean we've just 48 hours then? Well, you should have told me sooner. I, I might Come have... Uh, we must be realistic. As a naval officer, you may not realize. Siege warfare is an exact science, dating back hundreds of years. Yes, I'm sure you're right, but can't we leave the school books out of it this time and concentrate on those Frenchmen over there? Our next move at this point is obviously to make a limited sortie against the besiegers. If only to delay their assault by a few hours. Yes. All the authorities would agree that that is the correct procedure. And no one ever breaks the rules, is it? Well, confounded man, if the French know a sortie is due, won't they prepare for one? Of course they is. Well, then, what's the point? A sortie is our one logical course. Logic, logic. Their move, our move. It's like a chess game, Krasovic. Can't we move out of turn for once, do something they won't expect? Well, I think... Uh, we... You have perhaps a better suggestion, Colonel. Well, I... Well, perhaps I haven't, after all. My men are fighting a losing battle, and they know it, Commodore. But they are fighting bravely all the same. My own life is forfeit the moment the enemy enters the town. As you know, I am a Prussian. And the Prussians fighting with the French call me traitor. If I saw any chance to break this siege, 
Do you not think I would do it? Of course, of course, yes. I understand. I, I only wish there were a way to interrupt their preparations. Observe. They have completed their second parallel. Not more than 200 yards from my defenses. Their battery there in the middle would cut up any force attacking frontally. How about their flanks? Are they also secure? One flank is guarded by the river. The other by the bay and those big guns pointed out to sea. The guns which make impossible any more bombing from your ships. Yes, but the water of the bay is still our strongest position. You realize that, Colonel? Water? What good does it do us? In the end, it is always the infantry on which one must depend. The infantry? Why not? Why not? Why not? What did you say, Commodore? It's perhaps that's it. The, the infantry and the ships. They can stop us from using bomb vessels there in the bay, yes, by, by daylight. But can they stop an infantry attack from boats at night? Do you suppose they'll fight? 
Now that Moscow's fallen, why shouldn't they? The Tsar hasn't surrendered. Russia's a big country, remember, Bush? There'll be English lives at stake tonight, too, sir. I'm aware of that. They always are. I had more than a few misgivings myself. But I planned as carefully as I knew how. Back on shore, I discussed the scheme with Clausewitz, and by midnight, all arrangements were completed. There were, of course, too many imponderables about the whole affair. My body and brain felt unspeakably weary as I paced around the church belfry and stared out into the blackness. Clausewitz was not inclined to be very helpful just then. Mm, it is indeed a novel idea, an attack launched in this fashion in the face of a besieging army. But I could never venture to predict its success, Commodore. Still, the waiting was difficult. Was it my imagination, or was there a, a strange tension about the French camp? A few bivouac fires dotted the night. Everywhere else, there's stillness and uncertainty. And it's very silence. The enemy seemed to crouch, waiting. How was that, Klausowitz? I never sentry, probably. Hmm. Well, no doubt you're right. Uh, are your men alerted for anything that may happen? Of course. Good. There is nothing we can do until dawn, Commodore. Why do you not quest yourself very well? There is the pellet of straw over there in the corner. Now, sleep is out of the question, Glazowitz. I am tired. It's very strange. You know, the stars seem three times their proper size. My knees. Uh, yes, I... I will just sit down and rest a moment. Just rest my eyes, too. I regret to have no better accommodation. Oh, this straw does nicely. What was that? That one almost hit the church. Do you feel the whole tower tremble? This is a slightly risky approach of yours, I must say, Colonel. So the French decided to break the rules at the same time we did, huh? Perhaps you prefer the cellar, Commodore. It is safer there. No, thank you, Colonel. I shall stay here. How much of this kind of battering can your defensive stand, Padre? Trying to find the storm, the bricks they made in our ramparts. Oh. I have just sent more men to defend it. They may hold there for a short time, but well. Oh, now I appreciate your strategy in conserving guns and men. Yeah, your men are fighting well down there, in spite of darkness and surprise. Congratulations, Colonel. Thank you, Commodore. And I, since you are generous, I must admit to you, my calculations were somewhat incorrect. Oh, well. You must think the French assault would come so soon. Well, if your men could hold out until our landing force attacks. We'll do our best, even after they storm the beach. As they will do, of course. Well, Mr. Hurst, have you any news? No, sir. I, I went to the riverbank and slipped up as far as the bay shore as I could. No sign of the barges yet, sir. Oh. It was too dark to see farther. Well, keep your eye open for a signal flare from the bay. That'll mean our men are starting in. Well, well, quite a show, eh, Mr. Hurst? I've never seen anything like it, sir. There are fewer flashes from the, um, the starboard section of our lines, you notice? Yes. What does that mean, sir? Hmm. It means that most of our gunners are dead. Couldn't we... Couldn't you throw up a hasty second line behind it? Here, take my glass. Now, the next flash will illuminate it. There. There, do you see? There's natural cover there. Rocks, a few ruins. Yes. 
Yes, and the breach is still narrow. Yes. It had to be a thin line, though. You don't have men to spare. Well, let the French believe they've taken it and then fall on their first wave from behind cover. What about it? All right. I, I... Ah, he made it. See, the French are storming the beach now. If our first line will only hold. I see their torches. They're going through that. There is our reply. I bless those men of ours. The charge is slow. Your men are holding them. Good lads. Cannot be for very long, Monsieur. There's a speck of grey in the sky, sir. It won't be long till dawn. Why don't those barges come? Sir, look. There's one French soldier down there in the square. He must have got through before the others. He seems crazed, doesn't he? He's seen us, sir. He's firing up here. Here, take one of my pistols. We'll pepper him if necessary. Aye, aye, sir. Are you hit, sir? Uh, well, no. Just my hat. <laughs> sea captain's cocked hat's not too practical up here. Now, get that fellow. Listen, Colonel, I, I suggest that we're accomplishing nothing up here. Why don't we go down to the breach and organize that second line ourselves, eh? Excellent idea. The end is coming soon. I have no use rules. I prefer to die down there than be taken as prisoner. Fighting against my own country, I will be caught, marshaled, and shot. Yes, let us go down. Yes, I have no desire to rot in a French prison either, Colonel. Right. We shall go down at once then, Commodore. We shall rally the men's spirits at least. Are you ready? Sir, wait. Look over there. Just where the river meets the bay. Our signal flare. Yes, sir. It is. It is. Landing bodies. Look, Commodore. Where? There's no more fighting in the breach. The French have needed those troops at the bay. The day is saved. Horatio Hornblower, starring Michael Redgrave, is based on the novels by C.S. Forrester. Music composed and conducted by Sidney Torch. Produced by Harry Allen Towers. premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. And engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline.